Good morning and welcome to the Lakers Lowdown. I'm Anthony Irwin. Today on the show, uh, not too, too much in terms of brand new news, but that's kind of noteworthy given the fact that we're a week away from training camp or from media day and the Lakers still have two vacant roster spots. So let's just kind of go through that and update on what might be going on there. So as we've been talking about, and it's been reported widely, Jovan Bujo was just on my uh, show earlier today, and he relayed more of that reporting that the Lakers still want to enter the season with 14 players on their roster. There is no circumstance, I think, where the Lakers are going to enter next season with 15 guys on that roster. They want an open spot just in case or whenever the right buyout candidate gets uh, becomes available and they and they want to make a run at whoever that might be. But for right now, there's a pretty clear need that they need to address and it's just another wing defender and there are candidates out there. You have Wes Matthews who came back from the season or from from last season or would be coming back from last season. Uh, you have James Ennis who is a, a very popular candidate among uh, Lakers Twitter. Whatever the situation might be, there is a need there that they need to fill. But even with that said, it's kind of hard to see the minutes for whoever would be that 14th guy. So whoever accepts that role, are you going to be open to not playing all that often or, or having to really fight tooth and nail for any minutes that you actually are going to get? So uh, to a certain extent, it might make some sense in terms of availability and, and availability of minutes and opportunity for the Lakers to just sign somebody to a non-guaranteed contract, one of the younger guys that uh, that they're going to be bringing into camp, and see if maybe that might make more sense for them as well. It's just really hard to see uh, the, the logic there necessarily, just because, hey, uh, this is still a really old team. It's going to be a really long season. You're getting back to playing 82 games this year. Uh, you might want to have somebody in camp that uh, or, or or on your roster that if somebody drops out can just slide right in and and not have to play catch up in the same way somebody that you sign later in the season might look a lot has been made about the age and I know Lakers players hate hearing about how much we're talking about how old the roster is but that doesn't change the fact that it's an old roster an extremely old roster and this season is going to be a long one. You don't know how often everybody is going to be be available. So for me, I would prefer to see the Lakers bring somebody in now so that if, when somebody goes down, you don't have to worry about, well, all right, we got to run super basic stuff. We're only running first read stuff with the new guy whenever they, they, they show up, uh, whenever they're made available. So for me, I would like to, if they are going to use that 14th roster spot on somebody that they think might be productive, just get it done now. I know that you're incurring some taxes and stuff like that, and they're waiting to see who takes training camp invites. But but for my money, and and granted, this you know, the Lakers are not spending my money here, but for where I'm standing, I would just prefer to see the Lakers get this taken care of, move on. Get everybody on the same page and get your chemistry all up to date as you head into what is going to be a long, difficult season. Just get that knocked out. Get that last the, the, the last vestiges of your roster and your rotation figured out. 
and then and then take care of business from there. So as we learn more, and I know there was a rumor just the other day that Darren Collison is potentially eyeing a training camp invite from the Lakers, so that makes things kind of interesting there. They brought in Rajon Rondo, but the last time the two guys played at the same time, Collison was a clearly better player. We just haven't seen him play in a couple of years. So we'll see what the Lakers opt to do here or elect to do here. Uh, if it is Collison or if it is Ennis or Matthews or whomever, the Lakers, I think, should get this taken care of sooner rather than later just to make sure that they, they have as few wrinkles that they need to iron out over the course of the season as possible. All right, that's going to do it here for the Lakers Lockdown Podcast. A couple things that I want you to keep an eye out for. Uh, Alex Regler wrote about Malik Monk. Anytime Regler writes, I think you guys got to check it out. So that's on silverscreenroll.com. Uh, I recorded a show, like I said earlier, with Jovan Buha of The Athletic. Uh, we previewed Russell Westbrook's season, what it might look like if it, if it works out, what the Lakers' options might be if it doesn't work out, and the likelihood of it working out or not working out to the point where the Lakers do have to make some kind of a move. We are actually both very optimistic about the Russell Westbrook fit, which makes the Lakers a very, very talented team. Uh, we also get into what is going on with the uh, 14th roster spot and uh, what he is expecting to see from DeAndre Jordan, both in terms of production and how he'll handle the situation if the role that he gets over the course of the season isn't commensurate with his expectations. So a lot of good stuff on the web on the website and then on this pod feed, uh, despite the, the the relative lack of news. Thank you guys a ton for sticking with us during the slow time. One week to go. We're less the we're one week away from media day and training camp opens. You got a few days uh, before your first preseason game. We are pounding on the door of this next NBA season, and it's going to be an incredible one. Until tomorrow, I'm Anthony Irwin, saying how we're going.